Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Rambling Podcast, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas. I am your host, Jack. I am your host, Christina. And today, I have some interesting things to talk about. Particularly interesting things. So, let me begin by reminding everybody that we recently just took a deep dive into unicorns. Mm-hmm. And found out that there's an actual location where it seems that people consistently spot unicorns. On top of a hill. A mountain. It's in mountain. Mount Athos <laughs> in Greece. Mm. Well, trying. We, we found this because we had to, as you know, we did an episode on unicorns. You wanted to know how they were actually magical. I went on that trip to find out how they're actually magical and found a bunch of things. But in looking through that, in the original thing, we found the merchant. Yes. Then we traced the merchant through the uh, the second episode where we came back to find out how they're actually magical and in between that we also talked about the really really old equator yes the one that changed yes the equator's always moving but where it was 450 million was magical. years ago i don't think it was magical why was it magical I don't know, because everything was on the line or whatever. Oh, yeah, a bunch true. of things land on the line, but I, I don't know how that would make it magical. I know that things land on the line. It's mm-hmm. just a weird situation that's going on that we might actually have to unpack for a bunch of different reasons. Why? So, first, I was m- very curious as to... Now, to keep in mind, everything I just mentioned is connected, and I will also say we had an episode like three years ago about ancient advanced civilizations, Mm -hmm. and funny enough, when we were talking about the old equator, we mentioned Atlantis as well, I believe? Yes, somewhere in... The Gulf. The Gulf, yes, I think. Yeah, so we have a couple of things that are all quite possibly connected. Atlantis is somehow connected? Well, Atlantis is connected to ancient civilizations. Okay. Particularly ancient advanced civilizations and mm-hmm. and the old equator. Okay. So it touches a lot. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, here's my problem with the old equator. The old equator was 450 million years ago. That's a lot of years ago. That's a lot of years ago. (laughs) The oldest man-made structure is only 12,000 years ago. Okay. That is a ridiculous discrepancy. Mm Mm-hmm. That is. That is. That's ridiculous. Uh Uh-huh. It makes you wonder why they put it there when the place didn't exist, and also, how do you know about it? How do you know about what? About the old equator. Okay. So... In order to answer some of these questions and explain how all of this connects, we have to go way back, which I'll do. This goes all the way back to 3.7 billion years ago. What's happening back then? <laughs> Dinosaurs? No. Well, first, let me talk about uh, how time works. Um, I was listening to a clip 
And the guy explained how a million seconds is 11 days, but a billion seconds is 31 years. What? Yeah, think about the fact that we have no idea what a billion is. Mm. We have no clue how monumentous of a distance a billion is. 450 million years is half a billion. Mm -hmm. That's hardcore for, yeah. like, we can't fathom that many years. A billion? And they still built a line of structures across a thing that didn't exist anymore. Mm. What? Uh, that's already weird. Yes. But let's go all the way back. 13, I mean, 3.7 billion years ago is the original earliest life. That's how far back I'm going. The okay. first life to leave any trace. We have not found anything older than this. This is the oldest mm -hmm. anything. So at some point, boom, life happened. Well, this happened 3.7 billion years ago. We don't know why, but okay. it did. Something triggered it. Then we enter about 450 million years ago. Where the old equator was. Okay. This is about seven, eight times away. Like if you had to, you ha you'd have to multiply this a couple of times to make it backwards to where life began. Okay. So you already have a pretty substantial gap. Everything got complicated. We still don't have a, a brutally advanced life. It's dinosaurs and shit roaming the earth. There's no humans. There's no no advanced intellect happening yet. But there's dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs. Yeah. Okay. 2.5 million years ago. Now we enter what we call the prehistoric era. The prehistoric era is particularly important because what it really means is the era in which there are humans, but mm -hmm. we are not recording history yet. Okay. We have not started recording. Humans have happened now, mm -hmm. but we have not recorded any history. Mm-hmm. And this is going to happen for a while. And keep in mind, we're talking prehistoric humans. Yes. Cave people. Okay. Nothing we would call a homo sapien yet. How long does that take? A while. Okay. But, so we, we entered this era 2.5 million years ago. We come across the prehistoric era. And then in this, we come across the original tools. Now, this is... Very important. This is why I, I chose this exact era. Because, obviously, exactly 2.5 million years ago isn't where it started, the prehistoric era. It started a couple of years in, not millions of years in, and maybe not too many. It might have been five, six years into the 2.5 million years ago, obviously. But what's important about this is these are the first tools ever made. They were not made by Homo sapiens, though. What do you mean? They were made by ancient primitive cave people, most of which actually went extinct. These are tools from bloodlines that don't connect to us. Oh. Oh. Fascinating. Weird. Okay. Yes, they are called the Olduvai. Oh, well, the the technique is called Olduwan, and it is in Olduvai Gorge in Tanzania. So this was all found there, and it's a series of different shaped rocks collected so they were like this is a natural that they were just all together like this a bunch of pointy rocks it would look like if you were make an arrowhead mm -hmm. um they were used to pierce things a bunch of blunt flat ones were used to squash things a bunch of perfectly round ones were used to crack things mm -hmm. so they weren't shaping these stones yet they were picking these stones up 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, my bad. They they were actually making these stones. These are just uh, what is it? These are the the first tools made that weren't picked up in the wild. That was what I was trying to get to. Up in the wild. Yeah, okay. they, they, because the original tools that were picked up just... were just picked up. It was just you're walking around, you picked up a stick and you swung it okay. around. Okay. Yeah. Or you yes. had a rock and you threw it. Yeah. But these rocks were shaped. Mm-hmm. They made these rocks. Now it's still primitive, but it worked. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough. It's comp. Oh man, it's so complicated. I'll, I'll come back to that. I'll give you a little more background, and then we'll circle back. Oh, okay. About three hundred and fifteen thousand years ago is where Homo sapiens came to be. Mm-hmm. That is such a far stretch from two point five million years ago. The two point five is the tools. Yeah, two point five million years ago is where the tools are made by primitive civilizations. Not even civilizations yet. We haven't gotten there. But three hundred and fifteen thousand years ago we come to be homo okay. sapiens who we are what's the gap that gap is about two million two hundred thousand years oh okay pretty hefty number yeah and then we enter the hundred thousand years ago mark now important details to also establish the first long-form discussions ever occurred a hundred thousand years ago conversations were not had by anyone other than homo sapiens okay this is a problem why how did you communicate creating tools how do you have an advanced tool crafting system and so many of them if you don't even have language yet how did you arrive at tools before language Mm, sign language I had the same conclusion. So in studying what was happening, incorrect, because Homo sapiens used side language that they learned from apes and merged it with sounds they heard from birds to then create a scenario where I can give you tone so you know what I mean and pitch so you kind of get my, you can understand my, uh, my, my motives and my tone and like I don't mean you harm or I do mean you harm or I'm angry based on the sounds I'm making in their tone mm-hmm. and I can be very specific by pointing at things and like do, doing very physical displays. Okay. That was primitive conversation but the first long form conversation was that. So that was not 2.5 million years ago. That was just 100,000 years ago that we did what? that. Oh. We're immediately coming across problems just following history. So then what were they doing? <laughs> We'll figure that out. We we got quite a ways to go. Mm. And we, we're already hitting knowledge issues. How do you have tools? You don't have communication. Mm-hmm. Okay. This was experimented on. This was tested. There was a, uh, an archaeologic experiment done. A bunch of students were taken, uh, college students, and they were broken down half. You know, split them into two groups. And uh, you're going to teach them the methods that these people use to make the stones. Mm-hmm. You can teach them two different ways. First one, you're going to tell them how to do it, but okay. you're not going to show them. The second one, you're going to show them how to do it, but you're not going to tell them. The people who were shown how to do it mm-hmm. performed four times faster, better, and with more proficiency without language than the people who were told how to do it. Wow. 
We're better at communicating without actually communicating. <laughs> that's not without communicating. That's still communicating. We're just not, well, not using language. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we're better communicating without language. Yeah. Well, you got to understand, we were already creatures 2.5 million years ago when we went that entire time for 2 million years of existence without ever talking mm-hmm. to then just having started that 100,000 years ago. We don't know how to fuck to do that. We don't know how to communicate. But it makes sense that they would be able to make those tools. Yes. We don't know how to talk. We're figuring that out. But mm-hmm. we could probably hands-on show each other how to do things easily Mm -hmm. this experiment proved it so it immediately raises the problem of how do you have mass production of tools we'll just show the guy how to do it yeah and he shows the next guy and he shows the next guy and before long everybody saw how to do it and everybody can make it Mm -hmm. still don't have language but it works yes now when you apply this to some of these structures that we have in the world where we're like how do we build it if we don't have the if we didn't have the tools or the technology at the time? It's like okay, there is a gap in knowledge that we have that would make this real easy, like the language barrier. How did yes. you make tools when you couldn't communicate them? Okay, how do you make pyramids when you couldn't feasibly craft the stone and then carry it? It's the same question, just applying it differently. So they just had another way. There was just another way, mm-hmm. and we just don't know what that way is, but. The structure's there. Mm-hmm. There had to be another way. Yeah. And it's, it's simple. It's nothing extraterrestrial. It couldn't be. Mm-hmm. It's just another way we don't know. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. This experiment proved it. Again, people thought that these stones were shown to them by aliens and that they kept providing them simple things to not advance them technology. This is like theories and shit. That, you know, they kept providing them and collecting them and giving it to them so they wouldn't have to like, so they wouldn't push their advancement too far. Too quickly, you know, prime directive kind of thing. You don't want Mm -hmm. to screw up their development. But it's like, no, we can prove that wrong. We can easily prove that wrong. People who were shown how to do it are way more efficient than people who were told how to do it. You don't need language. It's actually easier without it. That's crazy. Language is convoluting things. It messes it up. Yep. What? Enter five, 50,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. 50,000 years ago. We finally got to the place where these bird songs and lexical sign language things come in, and we establish what we would now call language. The primitive versions of them, but this is language that we can actually sustain conversation with. Before we had small, it was the first long form conversation, but language didn't happen yet. Long form conversation. A hundred thousand years ago, long form conversation happened. But it wasn't language. Okay. It was figuring out how to make language. You could sustain a conversation, but it was a lot of hands and stuff, and it was like a bunch of other crap. Yes. By, it only took 50,000 years for this to get so complicated, we completely dropped off hand gestures and words had such vast complexity, I could send images from my head into yours. By the way, language is weird. Yes. Yes, it is. It's a form of psychic telepathy or something. I can throw an image into your head. Mm-hmm. I can say spider and you can picture spider. Yeah. I sent that image from my head to your head. I can say there's nothing purple in here, but I sent a purple image to your head. Mm-hmm. This weird thing we could do that's telepathic. And we're like, well, it's so weird that a dolphin can send a, a, a sonar signal and then another dolphin gets an exact image in his head. Don't get me wrong. That's way more precise. That's more, yes. But it's the same idea. Yeah. 
it's just it's very similar it's yeah it's the same concept they just mastered the hell out of it mm-hmm. okay so we we know that language gets complicated but we also know that we don't need the language for these tools problem erased great fantastic let's move on the first form of record happened about 45,000 years ago and it was a cave drawing it doesn't feel so long compared to everything else no we solved the problem and then we immediately came across a different one hmm. which is quite problematic because if people have been around for 2.5 million years why didn't anybody draw anything out of curiosity just hand prints on a wall or something but that's what cave drawings are yeah essentially Okay, that's 2.5 million years ago, and we're talking that the first one we've... The oldest one is 45,000 years ago. There's quite a substantial gap going on there. There's a problem there. Is that a problem? It is a yes. bit weird, but... Nobody has touched anything that would leave any form of a trace? Hmm. Are you kidding me? You didn't kill an animal, go hide in your cave, and your hand just happened to have blood, and you're just... Ah, oh, let me take a break and lean against the wall, and now you got a handprint. No, we don't have any of that. None of that has ever happened. 45,000. Now, the ongoing discussion with this is because we're talking cave drawings mm-hmm. and uh, we hadn't invented erecting structures yet, that it's possible we just haven't found the caves. They have the drawings. But then what? that we haven't found the caves that have the drawings that are older. Uh-huh. Okay. You think we found every cave? No, of course not. Yeah, there has to be so many caves. Mm-hmm. But then that creates another problem again. Where the hell would these people... It would have to be people we didn't know existed. We'd have to find even more civilizations that didn't exist to then find caves that we didn't, that we didn't follow the people we already know about to. Mm-hmm. We got to follow people we don't know about to caves that we didn't think people would be in. Oh my gosh. How do you even do something like that? Exactly. And... Okay. Why haven't mm-hmm. we stumbled upon these civilizations before that would then lead us to these caves? Mm-hmm. That sounds complicated. Okay. Yeah. Weird gap in knowledge there. Mm-hmm. Now, th- another interesting detail. There is, we're still in the prehistoric era. Nothing has been recorded, and the closest thing to a record is cave paintings. Okay. We don't have proof of life of anything other than fossils and stuff. Mm. That's it. Like, there's no record of anything. And so we assume, because fossils, that there wasn't intervention and that people made things themselves. And that checks out pretty hard. And again, we can prove it through these experiments and know that we don't need the language. Interventions like aliens? And aliens, advanced older civilizations that we don't know about. Anything Mm. of any of that nature. Mm -hmm. Just something way more advanced. Okay. Like, it doesn't seem necessary. Mm. Until we get to this problem of where are all the people who would have drawn in the caves? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? <laughs> There's no bones of people or something? They would have led us to the caves. Oh, okay. It's an easy statement I am making. There are caves with the oldest drawings we've seen 45,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Humans existed not humans, but, you know, creatures that can make things and think on a higher level, since 2.5 million years ago, 
if there were other people who ever left a cave to go catch their food and a single one of their bones were left behind, we then have the trail picked up and it would have led us to the cave. Hasn't happened. For all that there's too many of us all over the place looking, we haven't found any of it. And we the oldest we can go is 45,000 years ago. We have a 2.5 million year gap from the knowledge that there are intelligent beings to the first record by accident. Mm-hmm. You don't see an issue with that? You don't see how weird that is? Why would it? I don't know. Like, were they all living in caves? Why is caves important? Because it's shelter. Yes, they were all living in caves. They're shelter, all living in caves. Yes. A cave stops the sun from hitting you consistently. Mm-hmm. It stops rain from making you sick and die. Actually, it stops the sun from killing you. It stops the rain from killing you. It stops the wind from killing you. Kind of if you made it, you lived in a cave until we invented structures. Okay. That's the rule. You had to. Where else have would you to. be? Oh. That's why we call them cavemen. Okay. Because you had to. It was the only solid thing. Like if a hurricane came by, okay, you're all dead then. Mm. Well, no, because the cave saved you. Okay. Okay. Nature's fucked. Yes. And without shelter, you're not making it. So it was only caves. It was only caves. Okay. (laughs) But that's a problem because in the caves, we don't find anything as old as the people are. Hmm. Nothing as old as the people. That's not even my accident. No drawings. Weirdly enough, you have access to blood because you hunt, because you eat. Mm -hmm. Why don't we have drawings in blood? Hmm. Why, if you have higher intellect, if you have language, if you have tools, and by this point you have advanced tools, we're talking about entering a a complex, it's 2.5 million years later. You've made shit by now. But not homes yet. You've not made homes. You got tools. Simple things. Okay. And still, you didn't make the one thing simpler than your tools. A drawing. Mm. Weird. Extremely weird. Extremely strange. Yeah. It would take 1% of the effort that it would to make a stone tool. If you're living like... Like... You're surviving. Your life is survival. What's the point of... Doing a drawing, I don't... Then what was the point of making the tools in the first place if they weren't all for hunting? And that was 2.5 million years ago. Where's your logic? That what? 2.5 million years ago, they had the tools. Mm -hmm. They didn't need the tools other than something to pierce skin. Why do you need the blunt one to make other things with? Why do you need anything other than what you're going to pierce the creature with? But you had many tools. Mm -hmm. For what? If It's just survival, like you're saying. Yes. Way before 45,000 years ago. 2.5 million years ago. If it's just survival, why are you wasting valuable hunting time making tools? Go fish. It's way easier than making tools. But the tools aren't for fishing? The tools aren't for hunting? No, there were many different kinds of tools, yes. We don't know what these tools were for. There's theories of what the tools were for, making cloth, making things, cups and crap like that. But it's also like you could hold your hands or whatever. Some stones were meant to break other stones. They would make... And they would make, like... It was, it's hard to explain because it's just a bunch of anomalous things. But the point being, how do we not have, I feel like this is not landing on you. <laughs> like you're not seeing why this is troubling. 
the fact that we just have a gap where everything complexifies in intellect and somehow the first thing that even a child does did not happen to the most advanced of people at the time. Mm-hmm. Our children now are still dumber than they were at their peak. That is how it works. And still, our children now draw even if we would never show them. Children just start fucking with walls and doing things. It's natural. Yes. Where is this? It would have naturally... You had kids. You had kids in those caves. Curiosity yeah. and things would have happened. But why would those things stay in the caves? Like, why wouldn't it just Because what's going to... Why? why would it, what's going to bring it down if it's protected from the elements? Even from water? What water if it's uh-huh. in a cave? <laughs> the point of the cave was that it was protecting you from the water. Uh, hmm. Hmm. All right, I'll move on since that one's not landing. 5,500 years ago, we end the prehistoric era because the first record is made. The first word is written. It appears in Mesopotamia, which is, I believe, Iraq now? Iran? Something like that. Anyways, so yeah, that's the first um, word ever written, and it shows up in, um, you know, written document. So just a word? (laughs) Like words? I'm sure there was like a sentence, <laughs> a sentence or something. something. <laughs> I'm sure something more than just like, hey, it was like a text <laughs> message. It was probably something important. And yeah, that was about uh, 5,500 years ago. Mm-hmm. The first mention of Atlantis happens 2,300 years ago. Is that important? <laughs> it's gonna be. Okay. That's about 2,300 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, year five, we end ancient history and come into the next, which is, you know, a little more modern or whatever. And then when we get way farther, 1,700 years later, 1730, we have the first documented unicorn information. 1730? Yeah. Okay. And then, well, maybe not the first documented, but specifically... The merchant's first encounter. With okay. Um, okay. And then in 1817, I mean 1811, is when we get two different mentions of unicorn horns from two different Greek record keepers that both say it came from Mount Athos. It happens to be the same place that it seems the guy, John, who gave it to... Our merchant in the first place got mm-hmm, it from. Mm-hmm. So we had three different accounts of it coming from a mountain in Greece, Mount Athos. This is a very strange timeline. <laughs> yeah, and it all holds together. It's all va- vastly connected. Okay. Okay. So I went down and I hunted down all the oldest structures in history. Mm-hmm. What are all the oldest things and where do they land? And what we find is that the oldest man-made structure ever is 12,000 years ago so way after language but problematic because even farther from the equator even farther like where do you know 
not location wise, oh, time wise. Time wise, okay. This is entirely a discussion about time. Yes, yes, yes. Four hundred and fifty、uh, million years ago. Meanwhile, the oldest structure happened just twelve thousand years ago. Okay, but is it、Probably. on the old equator? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, no, that's actually wrong. So the oldest structure on Earth is not on the equator. Okay. But the surprising amount of the structures that we have are, which is fascinating. But yeah, the oldest structure is called Gobekli,、mm-hmm. Gobekli, Gobekli, and it is twelve thousand years old and some weird anomalous object. So we we still have a problem that we don't know how these people found the equator, and we still haven't begun recording history for them. To like, no archaeologists exist yet because nobody's written anything down twelve thousand years ago. We just found out that they started writing five thousand five hundred years ago. So they, there's no no proof of where anything would land. There's nothing. So then we start thinking, okay, five thousand five hundred years ago, this structure isn't on the equator.、Mm-hmm. What about the ones that do land on the equator? Several of them are four hundred or four thousand five hundred years old, and if、mm-hmm. the basic words began five thousand five hundred years ago, we only give it a thousand years. We still don't have any kind of way to track how an old equator. And even if we had somebody who did the science and figured it out, how did he get the document to you so that then you could make your structure across the world on the line too? But you did, yes, because a lot of places did. Many places did. A ridiculous upwards of twenty different magnificent structures all land on that.、Mm, before handwriting, or no, a bunch of these structures were made after records began, but with no ability to. Like archaeology hadn't happened, science、okay. hadn't begun. There's no way to get it across before, like the person who wrote it dies of old age because of how far it is. Yeah. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it crosses the entire globe when everybody still thought it was flat, you know these、mm-hmm. kinds of things. If you、okay. still, but actually, this is another weird thing. Apparently, that is not true. That what's not true? Um, the ancients actually had.、Uh, they did believe it was round. They believed it's round, and they had some pretty solid science, not dating as back as five thousand five hundred, but you know, it it was out there. Some ancient believers in this,、uh, going as far back as like about a thousand BC. Did their science make sense of why they believed it was round? Or maybe it was a real complicated science, but like, I mean, science is the wrong word. But they had their calculations and they figured their things out, and yeah, it、mm. checked out. Like it wasn't wrong. Was there? But again, it it's after the fact.、Mm-hmm. After what fact? After rec- after the fact that these structures were made,、oh, okay, okay, that that happened after the fact that the structures were made is still、mm-hmm. younger than all the structures that land on the equator.、Mm-hmm. It seems so random, though. <laughs> okay. Well, it seems random、mm-hmm. until I scroll right back to the top of the document I'm using to communicate with you, and we start again. But this time, with the knowledge we got by the time we got to the bottom, so let's begin. About three point seven billion years ago, the first sign of life. Okay. Four hundred and fifty million years ago, the old equator. Two point five million years ago, random sounds and rocks. Okay. That we would call tools. You're using it as tools. 
and prehistory begins because we are now officially calling these people the relative not relatives but parallel to the cave people that would later become us those aren't them okay but you know they're living amongst there's like six or seven different uh equal things by the way i don't know if you knew that that the cave people were like many and they were about equal but they murdered each other off until our people made it yeah okay but actually, for a long time, there was a second group that was surviving, which is why a lot of people have, like, a lot of that DNA in there. Oh, I thought there was, like, three. There's more? There's, like, seven? There's a lot. There's a lot. Oh. They just kept murdering each other over time. And oh. there's probably some still hanging out in some forest somewhere that hasn't been discovered. Now, so we, we, we go, we see humans 315,000 years ago. They start doing words that start to make sense 100,000 years ago, 50,000 years ago. We got full language, but we're still not recording anything. Very important information. We get to 5,500 again, the prehistoric era ends, and we have writing. That's why the prehistoric era ended. Now, around this time, we're also starting to construct the, f- the first writing is actually related to Greek mythology, not literally the first writing. Okay. But as writing started to begin, the people who most quickly took advantage of it were the Greek. Um, they made small notes. It was nothing complicated. Although later they had some of the, as we found out a couple of episodes ago, they had ridiculous notes on irrelevant things. They recorded everything at some point. Okay. But here's where this gets really important. Prehistory ends in 5,500, but Greek mythology predates that because the stories were being told before we could record them. Yes. We immediately come across a problem. Why? We don't know where the stories began because history began being recorded here. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like in everywhere? Everyone had stories before we wrote the stories. Right. So I don't understand. <laughs> There's understand a problem. What? No, What's I'm saying problem? that that's like we don't we just don't know when the stories were made is what I'm telling oh, you. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't understand what you were trying to tell me. No, I was just confused, like, if that was a big deal or not. It could be. The fact that we don't know where the stories came from, then they got written. I'll explain why it's relevant in a second. Okay. So, the Proto-Indo-Europeans, which, by the way, we also had an episode about, when we were talking about how their stories became all the stories. Mm-hmm. And then all the religions and all the mythologies came from this one place. Mm-hmm. They told the original stories that later became everything. Now, that happened about 10,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. So before the records happened, the stories that would later become Greek mythology were told about 5,000 years before they started being written down. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Glad we got that out of the way. Because... There's a story that is of unknown origin in Greek mythology that seems to actually have Russian roots, which is weird until you remember the Indo-Europeans split in equal mass in every direction when their little volcano went out. And so they spread everywhere. And so the same people who became the Greek later or the same people who became like at the same time, they became the Russians and they left with the same narrative before writing happened. Mm -hmm. Then the stories went and evolved as, you know, telephone happened and people kept changing the story as they told it. Yeah. The one very important thing that shows up in both Russian and Greek lore Written two different ways and vastly, uh, like, the context seems to be entirely cultural. 
but it's the same exact story, happens to be about a unicorn. Mm-hmm. A unicorn on Mount Athos. Okay. That's completely fascinating, considering that the first recorded anything about that happened thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years later. Mm-hmm. There's a story that is 5,000 years old about a un well, actually 7,000 years old if we're talking 5,000 BC, but a unicorn on, the- on Mount Athos long, 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 long before our merchant comes across a Russian named John. Okay. Who got it from Mount Athos. Do you have these stories, though? Or you have no idea? It was very brief. It's literally just mentioned as a beast called Indrik that happens to be a unit. I'm telling you, it's a bare minimum. Oh, okay. It's just mentions of things. I would have told you the story if it was more complicated. Oh. This is bit like there are people who've expanded on it, but that's not the original stuff. Mm. People have added to it. That's very different. Okay. But fascinating that we have again mentions of a unicorn from exactly this so actually it's four different mentions of a unicorn one is the same story but in two different places now mm-hmm. people did not know of greece from russia 10,000 years ago i mean in indo europe you know they didn't they didn't know they didn't know about mount athos or any of that so why is it that when this story does happen way 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 later it so specifically references Mount Athos. Somebody went to Mount Athos and saw what they would also describe as a unicorn, and then wrote that down. Russia. Yes, and they said it was in that mountain that I saw it. Okay. This happens to be just maybe like 200, 300 years before it's mentioned in the Greek folklore. So somebody from over there that came over here side before you reported it over here. Very interesting. Yeah. Four different sightings of the same thing in the same place. Mm-hmm. Definitely something weird is happening. There. Yes. Now, we have a giant, giant, giant issue here. We know that the recordings came later and eventually mentioned the unicorn. Mm-hmm. That existed in stories before that. So 10,000 years ago, first Indo-European stories. Nice ga- nice sum, considering that language complexifies so much so quickly, because it only took 50,000 years to get to real complicated conversation. Okay. Yeah. We started 100,000 years ago with, oh, uh, oh. And then we made it to 50,000 years ago with, like, what's up, dude? You know? Like, okay, whoa. So, yeah, you do 40,000 more years, and you're... You're at a place where you could be like, well, yeah, there was a thing in a place and stuff happened. And then the volcano blows up. You all run away in every direction. And you left with the story. Oh, yeah, the thing. But you wouldn't know about the place these other people went to. No. There's one consistent thing that we cannot fix about this narrative I'm telling you right now. There is no way any of this information could travel. There's no way. We haven't made any methods for this information to go from one place to another in such short times. Yes. And information that is consistent. So there is a story that is in both Russia and Greece and is right on the verge of when things started to be written. How do you get it from one place to another? 
there is many, 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 many structures along an equator line that doesn't even exist, and there wasn't science in order to track it in the first place, but the information still got out. Do you see the pattern? We have a lot of information that's moving quickly in speeds that are impossible for the time that the people existed. This leads to one single thing. There had to be higher advanced technologies that existed around this time that we have no knowledge of. For them to get this story from one place here, the other. Yes. And we're talking the further back we go, the harder it gets. So the equator is the hard one. That's the real hard one. Mm -hmm. Because how did you get the structures? It's easier to move the word than it is to move the rock. You know, how are you going to get the information all the way up there and then they build it? Problematic. Mm -hmm. And we're talking some of these structures are right there at the edge of when writing began. There's no way this was so complicated that you could send the coordinates. That's, yeah. So we got a problem. <laughs> Definitely there had to be some ancient advanced civilization, but there's no trace. Funny enough, there's also no What's trace. What's the fastest of... way to like send the message though? Like it, when they were horseback. sending... Okay, I was going to say birds, but that's horseback is faster? I mean, a bird would be faster, but you'd need to know where you're sending the bird to in the first place, but with a horse, you are the explorer. Yeah. Okay. You would have already needed to get to where you're going, show the bird how to get there, and now you have a messenger bird. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. You need to show the bird where to go. That's difficult. Okay, I see. <laughs> you already have to travel there. Yeah, yeah. So there's a problem. Mm. So we have no evidence of past advanced civilizations, but we simultaneously don't have any accidental cave drawings or markings left behind anywhere. Now, why is this relevant? Because we know of a past advanced civilization that might have existed, and it might be Atlantis. Okay. Now, interesting part about that, it also falls on the equator. The ancient one. Or and okay. we know mentions of Atlantis are abundant in records all over the place. Mm -hmm. They really believe those people existed. But also, there's no trace of those people. Mm -hmm. But also, they claim those people were highly advanced. Yes. But also the structures that are lining the equator are way more advanced than the people who built them were. So let me explain. There was an advanced civilization on the equator who did have the capacity to create the science and then pass that on and probably had the ability to transport it where it needed to go and existed roughly around the same time that we needed for that to be the case for the information to get where it needed to so then the structures got built afterwards completely solves every problem that this timeline has to just say Atlantis that is actually on the equator existed. And if that's the case, then yes, they had the science. They could do the math and find out where this line goes. You think they have the caves? We'll get there. Oh, okay. He's got to stay on topic, man. We get there. You know you're going over there when I'm over here trying to explain to you what's going on. Mm. Atlantis had the science. Mm -hmm. And if they have the science and they're as advanced as claiming, then they are the first advanced civilization. Mm -hmm. But we're talking technology to our scale or greater. Yes. Factually. Now, the other thing that's interesting here is we're thinking of people like the Egyptians that built the pyramids. And we're like, oh, how complicated. But actually... We forget that these people were about as advanced as we are. We just think back and we're like, oh, they had to be ancient. But no, they had to be about at our level, which is complicated because 
yes, everything you built would suggest that unless somebody helped you. But then they they sort of violated the prime directive and moved you quicker. But it's fine because they're just like you. They're people like you. They're human too. So how, because here's why that's important information. It, <clears throat> how did we so fast get to the Egyptians popped up and suddenly they're just the way we are? How did these civilizations so quickly get from point A to point B so long ago that they were where we are? Unless this information is wrong and they started further back. Okay. But they didn't because we can prove that. Mm-hmm. There's no trace of that. We can date these people to where they began. So the fact that they were at our stage does not make sense. But we know they were, which is weird. So again, we came across a problem. Unless we insert Atlantis into the equation again. And how does that help? Because you have people who are already sharing the knowledge. That's how you got the coordinates. That's how you traveled across the world. You have the people are going to see you. Okay, these are the special people who are helping everyone else advance? Yes, they're so advanced themselves that they're helping everyone else. Two things conflict. One, where are they? There are things that suggest underwater. There are uh, pillars, there are structures, quite advanced structures, complicated rock designs and decorations leading into the water. Mm -hmm. They could have sunk. But then we go in the water and we find nothing but these structures. Highly advanced people wouldn't just die out. You're going to say they went into space. They went into space. Ah, okay. Interesting things that are going to follow now. We know that not only did Atlantis kind of plop off the face of the Earth with everything they had, Mm -hmm. but we know that there are two different groups of people on other parts of Earth that just also suddenly disappeared. And we believe some of them went down, but we also believe some of them went up mm-hmm. now we have no proof that anybody went down that's just you guys seem to be quite introverted as a civilization and not going outward at all so we assume based on the fact that there's catacombs and tunnels that we can't unclog and follow that you're probably underneath all your structures buried yes or plugged into some matrixy crap because it happened like how did everybody do it okay weird how did everybody just overnight everybody's gone mm-hmm. that's the weirdest part about the mayans under 50 years every unless some crazy plague got ripped but then where are all the remains like if they were underground and dead that's possible yes like but we would see something. something we would have seen some groups of people or something the fact that there's almost no trace of these people other than like all their stuff is there but where are the bodies mm. that's why they have to be underground mm-hmm. until you remember that we also don't have the cave drawings and no link in those directions, like where this should be older. The idea would be, maybe there are cave drawings, but there aren't remains because somebody took those people. And the people who took those people might have been the same people who were sharing the knowledge because you need to take people of every walk of life if you're going to go explore. So, so in space too? Atlantis people not only advanced Earth by giving everybody information that would allow them to advance way beyond. We're talking that the Egyptians in a 1,500 time period managed to become as sophisticated as we are? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? And then afterwards, it took us longer to get to the same point? So they help everyone and they took some of everyone? Yeah. But think about the logic of what I just said. 
in about a thousand five hundred years, they came to exist and got to where we are technologically. And we are still getting to where we are technologically. Yes. And it's been like 10,000 years. Mm. Do you see the problem? There? Mm-hmm. Huge discrepancies in what's happening. Either we are nowhere near as sophisticated as the Egyptians were and as the Mayans were, or they weren't as sophisticated as they were. They got help. They got help. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of them disappeared with literal no trace. And we're talking from advanced civilizations to primitive people. Are you saying the Egyptians disappeared? Um, no, the Egyptians didn't disappear. The structures oh, okay. are complex. <laughs> the mines disappeared. Okay. And there are, I don't remember the other one that we talked about, that they had the thing that opens and then they could like, in theory, have a rocket, which the um, Egyptians also had, but the Egyptians didn't actually use it. And it's more likely that there's a laser or a battery. Yeah. While there was a different pyramid that had the ability to open at the tip, we know that only one of the pyramids in, of the ancient Egypt pyramids does, because they actually capped with a metallic or gold tip. Mm Mm-hmm. So a bunch of them couldn't open. I don't remember where this other one was, but it's in the Ancient Advanced Civilizations episode if you guys want to listen to that. Okay. So we need to connect the Atlanteans to the the last bit of information we have here in order to complete our informational circle. Okay. The first written mention of Atlantis just so happened to come from Greece. And the first mention of Atlantis in the Greek documents happens to talk about how they have bestiaries globally. And one of the most interesting parts about Atlantis and their bestiary is that according to, because we don't have them, according to the uh, Greeks... Mm-hmm. Their creatures were of magic. What? And the Greeks only describe one other creature, but they say that creature is not magic. So weird, but in both cases, we seem to be talking about a very similar creature. Because the Atlanteans had what would in theory now just be considered a Pegasus. Wait, what? Yeah, Atlanteans had Pegasus. Which then goes ahead and explains how you're locally traveling, and then you probably have advanced technologies that are also getting you across the world. So we have travel established very monstrously here. If they have flying horses, yes. <laughs> okay, yes. what? Weirdly enough, how are you saying these people have flying horses, but you have a unicorn that doesn't have... It's real. Mm-hmm. It's real. But it is magic. Yes. But it's real, as opposed to... But they also believe that the Atlanteans had real Pegasus. Yes. Okay. Actually, they believe all of this is real. They do believe that there's mythology, but unicorns don't show up in Greek mythology. They show up in Greek documents. Okay. These same documents and go ahead and mention the Pegasus. Yes. And the fact that the Atlanteans had bestiaries... With creatures that they'd never seen before. Not just the the um, Pegasus? Not just the Pegasus. There's a plethora, but that's the important one right now. Okay. Because the fact that they can ride a Pegasus that is magic, mm-hmm. they can travel, and that there is a horse that is also magic and happens to be in Greece, we're, we're getting close. Now we're getting to similarities. Both have magical horses. Mm-hmm. The one important thing about this document from Greece 
is the weirdest part about this. What? The people from Atlantis would visit, and they would fly their horse to one location. Mountain. A mountain. And they would unmount there and then come out. Where was it? It was Mount fucking Athos. Is that why they had those horses there? Like, did the, the unicorns Oh, no, I didn't also... meet them. <laughs> did not meet them. I know that there were unicorns and they were landing up there with Pegasus. Yes. That mountain, for whatever reason, is sacred for horses. Yes. And the mention of this mountain relative to unicorns and the mention of this mountain then relative to Pegasus, weird. That is very strange. Not the strangest part. What? The strangest part is that they apparently, without having to be virgins, can easily interact with unicorns. That's the weirdest part about these documents. How that do you the know Atlanteans can e- that they're what? <laughs> How do you know the Atlanteans aren't virgins? <laughs> How did they multiply? Science. Then they're not human and they're aliens by default. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. You immediately broke the argument. They're aliens to <laughs> no. begin with. So anyways, these aliens that came from outer space and are totally not human helped everybody out. And that's the end of the story then. <laughs> Obviously, they had to reproduce. Mm-hmm. But we have Atlanteans that have Pegasus land on a mountain that's claimed to have a bunch of unicorns. They seem to tame the unicorns. People have actually come with parts of unicorns from up there to prove that there are unicorns. Mm-hmm. These people had advanced technologies long before advanced technologies from people who are still here left. They seem to have dipped out because there's no trace of any of their stuff, but a bunch of other people also dipped out. And we know that these people didn't just leave, but they were also communicating with everybody everywhere. So they would have come across these more primitive people. Presumably, the Atlanteans to be this far advanced and way above our heads Mm -hmm. by miles would have been around much, 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 much longer than even the Indo, the Proto-Indo-Europeans. In fact, so far ago that they were beating, maybe perhaps, language. Maybe they were at the inception of language, which is also around the time that we started seeing the first cave signs. If they predate that mm-hmm. and they're helping people consistently, then maybe they're consistently plucking people from different walks of life to bring them and incorporate their knowledge. Oh, you started developing a different way. Let's incorporate you so that we can move up quicker with you. Okay. Oh, you guys are also... Okay, we're going to... And then as we get knowledge, we're also going to share it. We're also going to share it everywhere. Mm -hmm. Share it everywhere. Where'd you get the idea to start cutting these rocks in the first place? Oh, somebody gave it to you. Mm Mm-hmm. You didn't just... That's the idea. Yeah, you didn't just stumble upon it. Somebody gave it to you, but it wasn't aliens. That doesn't make any sense. Mm Mm-hmm. But somebody did give it to you. And... Yeah, language got complex really quickly. And words started pretty basic off. But you would have started drawing at that time. Unless when you started coming up with language, somebody took note and they're like, oh, these guys are smart enough to start coming up with language. Let's start scooping some up and see how it goes. Okay. So you took the people who would leave the least amount of trays, but you would keep safe. And then we never find their bodies, which means they never lead us to the caves in the first place. And boom, we answered that question too. On top of the fact that then with all their science, they go ahead and share with everybody because apparently they have flying horses and extremely advanced technologies that then allow them to give other groups of people, hey, if you put it right here, you align perfectly. And then that would explain everything that's happening in Egypt with extremely detailed information. Something about that spot is particularly sacred to the people of Atlantis. Okay. Which would be because it is itself an area of advanced technology with a really complicated laser that's probably not even a laser, but rather a transport 
which we've established, has a literal chamber inside yes. that you would connect straight to the beam that has the battery design and happens to be in Egypt, which is the most advanced of all, and it's also the most mathematically complicated position-wise. Mm -hmm. And we know people disappeared. There is something that could matter you out of here without a trace. And only the Atlantic people knew how? I don't know, because I didn't talk to those people, but... According to what we're talking about, the people of Atlantis disappeared, and there is a transport device on the equator. Mm -hmm. And how did they even get that level of technology themselves? Because we know that's not possible, but they did have it. So you had things you shouldn't have. There are people missing, and you have a transport device that happens to be on the line that those people who did have the tech also happen to be on. Yes. And they could travel to you, even if you can't travel to them. And they're all just gone. Yeah. So the idea here is all these structures aren't just normal structures. These are structures that were plotted by the people of Atlantis for different purposes, including our transport device. But there's also giant clocks. There's space measurement devices. There's constellation measurement devices, timekeeping, just really highly advanced stone structures that wouldn't savagely disrupt the civilization, but would give them enough advantage over the people around them. Mm -hmm. And all happened around exactly the same time. I'll show you how weird this is. I'm just going to give you the years of when a lot of these structures happened aligned together. We have one, two, three different structures that happened about 4,500 years ago. And they are all on the equator, and they are about equal distance from each other circling the Earth. Okay. How did you all manage to get exactly the same information, put your structures in exactly the same place, and not have any means of transportation to cross Earth? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many of them? Four, you said? Three. Three, okay. Three. That's not even the biggest problem, considering there's another three that also happen to be around the same time. And, again, the same issue arises. You guys are too spread out across the Earth. How? Yeah. These are 6,500 years apart. The other one is 4,500 years apart. And in both cases, three structures separated by a planet all landed on the equator. At the same time. At the same time. Crazy. Okay. And this happened 2,000 years later again. Okay. Three different structures around the world, too far what? apart. Okay. That is very strange. Somebody's telling them. Yes. And they're not doing it because how? Mm -hmm. How are you getting all the way... From India all the way to Australia, not getting lost, dropping something in Australia, dropping something in India, dropping something in Europe. Like, what? Okay. What? So the solution would be that the people, that there were highly advanced people helping, that would solve the problem. The people, they were, they were literally on the equator, and we know there's structures on the equator. The people went missing because they probably just dipped out with a bunch of other people that they got information from as they started seeing intelligence happen elsewhere. Yeah, it's, it's quite possible. Do you think they're related to the unicorns that are on that hill, though, because of the pegasus that they have or you think those are unrelated i don't think the unicorns belong to them it's just the fact that there are highly advanced people that are both gone and claim to have been real by the same people also claim to have a flying horse and fly that horse to where there's already allegedly unicorns and say that these people can interact and tame the creature you can't even come across mm -hmm. so it's just a 
bunch of random crap that somehow happened all together. Interesting. And so, as of now, with the mention of unicorns even existing outside of uh, Greece, I thought Greece was the only people who thought it was real. Mm-hmm. But no, Russia believes so too. And they think it's in Greece. And they think it's in Greece, and they mention the mountain by name. Okay. Okay. Weird. Not only that, John was Russian. Mm-hmm. And he handed our merchant the powder. Yes. Or it was the, the horn. Bone. It was the Yeah, horn. it was the horn. Yeah, he gave the whole horn to the guy. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much became powder at the yeah. end of the story. But... Yeah. Okay. But he was given it by a Russian. Yes. Who said it came from Mount Athos. There happens to be a story in Russia about Mount Athos and unicorns. And the only other people who believe that there are unicorns in Mount Athos and there aren't just mythology, but rather real, are the Greek who own Mount Athos. And also said the Atlanteans are the weirdest people because they just go over there and the horses don't run away. How many stories, like, is Atlantis mentioned in a lot of places around the world? Yes, it is an absurd amount. Okay. (laughs) It's like, but the problem is... Atlantis spun into mythology real quick. Oh, yeah. The idea is why did that happen? Mm. Why did it so... Because the, the main reason is you can't find them. So it so easily became mythology. Okay. It's the same thing as the Mayans, but for some reason we were like, oh, they were people. Yes. But the Atlantis, no, it would be crazy if... The, but also our narcissism is in there too. Like, they couldn't have been more than us. We're the peak at the moment. Oh, of course, yeah. Like, we're always the peak, bro. We always mm-hmm. think that. Before, when we were in the Stone Age, we're like, we're the peak, and there were like people better than us, whatever. But yeah, so that's basically the idea here. Definitely, unicorns seem to have been at least tamed in the slightest way by the same Russians who did believe that they, not the same Russians, the Atlanteans, in the place that both the Russians and the Greek believed that they would be. Yes. And the same people mentioning the unicorns, the Atlanteans, and the Pegasus that happened to also have a bunch of records of other encounters with unicorns mentioned the high advanced nature of the Atlanteans and then the Atlanteans land on the equator that was old that then happens to be where all the other structures are that the only people who could access that would be the Atlanteans and give because they could just fly to each location <laughs> okay. fly. bare minimum if we don't know that they have the technology the that was the point of mentioning the Pegasus. Yeah. Bare minimum, you have a horse that doesn't have to slow down. Mm-hmm. You have flight. You beat everybody. <laughs> yes. You have flight. Bare minimum, you got no tech, you have flight. Mm-hmm. Bare minimum. But if that's the case, you also have magic. Because they still mention the fact that you're taming horses that literally disappear in front of people's eyes, and you have a horse that freaking flies. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have technology, you are literally messing around with magic. In either instance, you are way above everybody else. Yes. Yes. The only answer to every problem we have come across is that the Atlanteans must exist. That's it. And they must be like a super advanced civilization, at least compared to everyone else at the time. Yes. They were around. They were so far advanced, even back then, that they are more advanced than us by like a thousand years. Mm. That's how crazy that is. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, basically I'd say I want to, there's there's way more, we didn't get to, there's like half of this still to go, and I didn't get to it, because there's a lot, and it's just, just trying to 
conclude that all of this is possible if we insert Atlantis, but it all falls apart and we don't know how anything functions if we extract them, but we believe the reality that's accurate is the one with them extracted, which is like, you guys realize the solution is literally right there. If you insert that, everything works out, which is funny because scientists jokingly have joke papers suggesting the same thing, Mm -hmm. but none of it is official and it's all in joke. Oh. And it's like, but you saw what, sense. yeah, you saw what the rest of us concluded, sort of, mm-hmm. but they don't believe it's real. That is lame. And they do not connect the, uh, the, uh, the unicorn. That had, that was complicated research to tie all that back in a circle that led back to the unicorn. Mm-hmm. Because that's actually where I started. That was the hardest part, figuring that out. And then everything else just kind of fell out of that. That's so crazy. And there's still more. There's still more. There's still more. Because it, it was weird. I chased a unicorn, just digging deeper. And then you the very... Pegasus. Fr- well, I was like, I was just trying to expand on it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find a Pegasus that happened to happen after Atlantis connected to everything. Yeah. But looking for it, I found the story that the Russians had. Mm-hmm. And then going through that, I'm like, okay, so this is pretty hefty mention and it's about the same mountain. What else happens in this mountain? What is? What are all the things that happen in this mountain? Atlantis. Why is Atlantis touching this mountain? That's sketchy. That is. It's is like, there more? Did you look at a bunch more? Or? No, there wasn't a lot. It's pretty bare minimum that's happening on that mountain. It just happens to be like Atlantis, the Pegasus. There is a fight that happened between a giant, and it's either his burial site, or the giant threw a rock that is the mountain. One of those two, but that's okay. mythology. That's yeah. Greek mythology. Oh, okay. When it comes to actual records that they believe are real and wrote in honesty, believing this were like these were events, they truly believe the Atlanteans would park a Pegasus on top of the mountain, hang out with some unicorns, and then come <laughs> out and trade. Interesting. Well, that's yep. awesome. So anytime awesome. Atlanteans showed up, you would expect them to come from Mount Athos, even if mm. they were not living on Mount Athos. Hmm. Do they have any idea where Atlantis was? The Gulf. That's what, they knew that too. Yeah, everybody believes it was in the Persian Gulf. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, fascinating couple of details there. Let's see. Also, wouldn't that suggest that Atlantis they were Middle Eastern? Hmm. Right. Yeah. The most advanced so, people right? in the world were Middle Eastern. Yeah, that checks out. They would have been some of the earliest people. Hmm. In fact, the Middle East is directly above Africa, where we believe everything began. So that makes sense, too. It checks okay. out that, yeah, it's, I didn't even think about that before, but yeah, no, that, <laughs> that totally fits even more. Yes. The narrative just got tighter by remembering that, oh, yeah, the first people are the north of Africa, the south of the Middle East, which would essentially just surround the Gulf, the Persian Gulf. If you wait long enough, they could migrate there, establish civilization at the beginning of time, quickly move forward, and boom, we have what we... Now, no. The one detail I'll add, we're way over time, so we're going <laughs> to close this right here, is that if that's the case, and yes, they're the Middle Eastern people, and they are in this very specific region, in order for them to get to that level of advance, they also needed to go through trials and tribulations like all the other creatures mm-hmm. that then became advanced. This would mean that they probably weren't from our time. They mean. They're not Homo sapiens. 
they might have been one of the other groups. Oh, okay. Okay. One of the other... One of the other humanoids. humans, yeah. Okay. Interesting. That makes sense. Because they would have outdated us, moved faster forward, mm-hmm. because we know that the ones that were ancient humans, not ancient humans, but those other cave people, were roughly at the same level we were. If you just say there were some that happened much earlier, mm-hmm. which we know 2.5 million years ago, yes, one of those groups could have wandered off, landed here, isolated, become just between More each other. Advanced. Yes, we're working on it, working on it, working on it in mm-hmm. isolation until they're so advanced. By the time we start getting to where we should be seeing things that we're not seeing, they were already too advanced. They were... Pfft, Interesting. Okay, so they're not even human. Or they are... They are humanoid. They're not alien. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're different caveman that is not our lineage. Mm-hmm. Likely. So yeah. Anyways, just food for thought. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, many episodes you guys can look at relative to all this information to catch up. If you are not caught up, there we got a unicorn episode. We got an episode with uh, the merchant. We have an episode talking about the old equator. We have a couple of episodes about the ancient advanced civilizations. We have episodes about Atlantis. We have, you know, quite a lot going on. Aliens intervening. We got the Mayans disappearing. We got all of the, the above. Egyptians, the Egyptians pyramid, and their highly advanced thing. and how we used it as well. There's a lot. There's a There's lot. A lot. You guys can find all that stuff on all our feeds and you can get in contact with us and let us know if you like any of it or if you have ideas. Look, if you got input to this, like something that could fall in here, message us and let us know. You can hit us up on just convopod at TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Yes, and tell people. Tell everybody. And this is actually a really interesting, weird thing that isn't normally talked about, but there's a lot of, like, documents that could connect you easily to all this information. You could research this and land at Real Science Research. That has been done by real scientists, real professionals, looking into this and being like, well, that's a weird coincidence. And it's like, yeah. maybe stop calling it a coincidence, <laughs> bro. What if it's not? If it solves all your problems, you call that a theory. Mm. And then you hypothesize and try to experiment. Mm-hmm. Simple. Yeah. This has been the Rambling Podcast. Nothing personal. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. That's great. Then they could talk about it. The point is to discuss. Well, they're going to be fascinated by watching. They're going to be so excited watching and being like, what could they possibly be talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I could know. They're not going to be worried about be... the fact that they're tied up or anything and being they're held horrified. hostage. No, they're like, what could they possibly be talking about in that episode? Uh-huh. And then the person hearing it. It's not going to want to talk about it? No, they're just, they're probably not even really paying attention. They're just t- truly horrified. They're s- t- super scared because that other person doesn't even seem to want to help. They just seem to want to be <laughs> in on it. Yes. The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info. Art by Zero Lupo and logo by Seth McAllister.
with social media managed by Amber Black.